Sun Life Community Church came into being as the result of a compelling vision for a different kind of church, interested in what we call the Sun Life, experiencing and sharing the life of God's Son. Perhaps your heart is burdened these days. We invite you to allow the Word of God through the words of this message to bring rest to your soul and joy to your heart. Heavenly Father, that song says it was grace that taught our hearts to fear. Oh, how many people in this world have no understanding of the proper fear they ought to have before a holy God. But Father, you taught us through your word. You taught us through people who faithfully brought the message that, that we in and of ourselves are, are not worthy to stand in the presence of a holy God. And it's a fearsome thing to stand there with no protection. But then, Father, it was grace that our fears relieved, completely set them aside when we heard that God loves us. You graciously provided the Lord Jesus to die in our place, to take our penalty upon us. And, and so, Father, no more fear, but joy, delight, thanksgiving. Father, this is a day when we celebrate the goodness that Christ has brought into our world, into our lives, the establishment of local fellowships of believers all around the world, but especially in this place right here. And Father, we thank you for it and ask that everything we do now will just uh, increase our joy in the goodness of God, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now on this Commitment Sunday, just for a few moments here before we do this thing that we only do once a year and that we've all come, and, and by the way, let me just say, as I've looked around this congregation already, I see people who made a real effort to be here today. And I thank you for that. That reveals your heart. That reveals your commitment to Christ. If it was difficult physically, if it was difficult in some other way, praise God. May God bless you, encourage you, because you are here today. And, and you are just one of these people I've been describing for this last month. You see, the focus of my little message here this morning, just like it's been the last four weeks, is upon you, upon this congregation, the people who make it up and will make it up again. Who you are and what you are like. It's been a delight this week to, to point out to ourselves this month that you are reborn people, aren't you? Reborn people. You no longer fear the judgment of God for you've embraced the Son of God and the Spirit of God has brought new life into you and given new birth to you just like Jesus said, would be done. You're reborn people, and you are resilient people. You keep bouncing back no matter what life brings your way. You are responsive people. You respond to Christ. You respond to the Word of God. You respond to the leadings, the nudges of the Holy Spirit Himself. And just last week, we saw that you are reliable people. You can be counted on. Look at you right here today. I was hoping somebody would show up. <laughs> and here you are. Here you are. 
why Linda and I aren't even members of this congregation this morning. I'm planning to rejoin. Pretty sure she is. <laughs> You're reliable. We're reli we can rely upon each other. And all together, you make up an amazing group of people that we've just been declaring to be people to live with. However, we haven't exhausted our list of traits, and, and so here's today's identification that I want to share with you. You see, the people who make up Sun Life Community Church are reflective people. That means you think about stuff. How many of you think about stuff? Think about stuff all the time. You're reflective. You think about it. You ponder it. We say you are people who thoughtfully and prayerfully share in the various aspects of Christian living. You are people who take to heart the admonition the Apostle Paul gave to the Philippian congregation long, long years ago. In fact, all the way back to the first century, he wrote and said to them, now whatsoever is true and whatsoever is noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy. Think about such things. In other words, think about, reflect upon things that really matter, things that would please and honor your awesome God, Father, Son, and Spirit. Reflect upon things that set you apart from the world around you. This morning, I would turn our attention toward three of those things. Three great reflections that set you apart, and each one of them draws our attention to one part of this service that we will share together this morning. To begin with, let's turn our, the attention of our hearts and minds toward reflection one. Here's the first one, says this. You reflect, and I know you've done this this past week. Maybe you've done it for most of this past month. Maybe you've done it ever since you walked through our glass doors and became part of this fellowship and the question came into your mind, how do you join this church? And somebody said, well, we... We have a Sunday once a year. You've reflected thoughtfully and prayerfully upon the significance of a membership commitment. Now here are the key phrases enumerated in our membership commitment statement. Each one of them, each one of them calls for prayerful reflection and purposeful action. Here's the, the key things. In this statement written right on this sheet, this membership sheet that we're going to have an opportunity to sign, it says this. Key word, placing. Placing. That's, a, that's an action. Putting something somewhere. And the rest of it says, placing my faith entirely in Jesus Christ as my personal Savior from the penalty of sin. We cannot put faith in anything else. You do not put faith in anything else, do you? Not your own good deeds. Not the fact that you were born into a good family. Not the fact that you're an American. Though that doesn't carry as much weight with God as it used to. <laughs> Placing my faith 
in Jesus Christ, entirely in Jesus Christ, as my personal Savior from the penalty of sin. When we come up here this morning, and that statement is right on the top of this form, when you sign your name, here's what I'll be thinking. Here's what I encourage you to think every year, to say right now as I stand right here with this pen in my hand, I am not saying once upon a time I placed my faith in Jesus Christ. A year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, when I was two years old, my parents did, whatever it might be, what this says is right now, this moment standing in this building on February the 5th, 2023, I am yet again consciously placing my faith entirely in Jesus Christ as my Savior from the penalty of sin. And there may be some of you, as you stand here and you actually sign your name to this paper, you are, in fact, for the first time in your life, consciously, willfully, under the leading of God's Holy Spirit, placing your faith in Christ. And you will become, that very moment, one of the reborn. One of the reborn. The rest of us will be signing our names and saying again, demonstrating that I am reborn, I continually place my faith. Well, that's the first action, placing. And then it says relying. That means I'm counting on. I'm counting on something else being reliable but me. Relying upon the Holy Spirit as my guide and power for Christian living. Next word, acknowledging. Acknowledging the word of God is my foundation and frame for, framework for spiritual understanding. We are all about desire to be all about the Word of God. The Word of God, the Bible, is the truth that we live our lives by. We rely and we acknowledge that it is. And then it says, agreeing with the Sun Life Community Statement of Faith and Covenant. We sang a song that was still true that was written in the 1600s. God's truth is true. Our statement of faith as a church digs out the, the most important and summarizing statements within the entire Bible and say, this is what we believe. And then our covenant is just a, an understanding of how a Christian goes about living for Christ and honoring God in the world today that we live in. And we say, I, I agree with that. And then I embrace. Joe, how you fit this into that song? And I forgot how curiously and creatively that was done. But we have a six-fold ministry here as a church. A six-fold ministry strategy. It's listed right on the front of the bulletin there. We sang them all. It says we are cell-based, worship-centered, first-fruits-funded, overseer-led, NUMA-companioned, annually-renewed community of believers. And we embrace that. There's good stuff in every one of those identifications. And so we take that to heart. And then, having done all that, the bottom of the, fo of the form here says, therefore, I do. I do commit. Commit myself this year to live this year, 2023, as a follower of Jesus Christ and a member of this community of saints, Sun Life Community Church. And so when we do that, 
we begin a process. All through this month, there'll be opportunity for people to make that commitment to sign this sheet, but only today will we together walk the aisle and do it as a collective congregation. And then when we're all done, that statement will be printed on the membership card that each of you who signed today and all the others who signed during the month, you will receive on the first Sunday in March. And we will say, here you are. And we will dedicate this new congregation to Christ on that first fruit Sunday. And it's going to be an awesome thing. It always is. And at that point, we'll be able to look at ourselves and say, as Paul said to the Corinthians, you. You are the body of Christ. And each of you is a part of it. I invite you on Christ's behalf, encouraged by the Spirit of God himself, I invite you to become part of this body of faith. The Bible talks about a, a nation one day being born in a day. Here in this place, we have an opportunity to see a congregation born in an instant. I invite you to be part of that, to say, I believe Jesus Christ wants me to identify with his church in this place, and I give myself to this task in the year that lies ahead of me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, before the foundation of the earth, you saw this moment coming. There are folks here this morning who need to Feel the joy and the power and the strength and the purpose of declaring themselves to be for this coming year a true follower of Jesus Christ, a member of this fellowship, and to continue that for, for all the rest of their life as long as you give them strength. But Father, this day we declare ourselves for this year to be Christ's people in this place. Father, I pray you would just lead us, guide us, renew us, make this a moment that will be this year's most special moment. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Linda and I will lead the way here. You come and sign. For those of you who, who might have some trouble getting up here, if you want me to bring a sheet back to you where you can sign, that's fine. If you see anybody coming up this aisle that is having a little trouble getting there, you, you just let them go right in front of you so we don't have to stand quite so long. But let's begin this process and see this church be born right in our midst. Are there any others? <laughs> Let's stand and you come.
Well, thank you very much. Let me call you back to order. I don't know if we've ever been in order. I was going to start out by saying that standing quietly and reflectively in line gave us a chance to think about, but I'll just scrap that line. <laughs> because there's something about standing joyfully and enthusiastically and, and engagingly in that line as well. What we've just experienced, very likely, now I can't guarantee it, but very likely, we are the only church body in the world, if not at least in our country, that does what we just did. Some churches these days, well actually for quite a few decades in this country, have eliminated the concept of membership altogether. They think that that just shouldn't be. Nobody should be a member you know, of a church. And, and then there are others that have membership lists that are decades long and uh, they need to be pared down occasionally, just like voting registration lists. And their membership is a right to keep, almost pass on to the next generation. Here, to say we believe that membership is a personal dynamic identification with Christ and with a very special body of people, and that we, uh, we take it seriously enough that we we emphasize it every single year in an experience like we just had. We had one family up here that uh, there's nine names. It took them quite a while to organize. I don't know if they did it alphabetically. I don't know if they did it by who's the oldest. But uh, and then I saw another family of three generations, mom and dad, daughter and husband, grandchildren. That's pretty neat. And we do that each year, and then the signees, the younger ones, they just keep getting older and older. And you say, this church is growing in a number of ways. And we grow as we think about what it means that we say every single year. And I know for many of us, we get better at doing these things as the years pile up. We get better at making sure that our faith is placed in Jesus Christ. We get better at relying upon the Holy Spirit. We learn who he is and what he is, what his role is in our life, and we get better at that. And we get better about really revering the word of God and trusting it and whatever, whatever I say about it as we read it, we, we say I... I acknowledge that truth and we agree with what kind of church this is and we embrace one another and, and we just get better at doing these things. And I would hope if Jesus delays long enough, by the time he comes, he'll be able to say, Sun Life Community Church, wow, I don't have to do much to them to get them ready. They've been growing in their faith year by year. They focus on it. They think about it. They take it seriously. And I thank you. Once again, I thank a number of you who made special efforts to be here and to be part of this day. And so I, I'm just grateful. Now, the second part of our service this morning is communion. That's always part of a first Sunday service, our first fruit Sunday. But it's also a thing we need to recognize and reflect upon. 
So our second reflection of the morning says this, you reflect thoughtfully and prayerfully upon the significance of a communion service. First upon the bread, that's always part of the service, and then upon the cup. Jesus himself said this in Luke chapter 22. It's about the shortest statement that's recorded in the Gospels or in the letters of Paul. Jesus just said to his disciples, this is my body, as he held up some bread. This is my body, which is given for you. And then a little bit later in the meal, he took a, a cup of wine that was on the table, and, and he said, now this cup, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. His blood had not been shed. They weren't quite sure what he meant. They didn't know how it was going to be shed. They didn't know really how it was that he would spiritually be raised from the dead physically and then enter into the Father's presence and present his own blood upon the mercy seat of the altar in heaven itself. They didn't have all of that worked out in their mind. But he said, this cup symbolizes some things that you will come to know about. This cup is the new covenant, the new agreement between a holy God and sinful men that through my shed blood will be worked out. As we said before, that amazing grace of God, no longer to fear God, but to feel accepted and forgiven and received by God. It's Jesus' blood that actually paid the price for us. And so we reflect upon the bread, we reflect upon the cup, and then we gratefully partake. We eat the bread. We drink what's in the cup. And Jesus says this, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Now, those are some incredibly important things for us to reflect upon. Those are the words that explain why the eternal Son of God lowered himself down to the realm of humanity. He came to be a sacrifice, a substitute for sinful mankind. It was no small thing that he did. It was no small price that he paid. It was no small thing, and it is no small thing that we do this morning in just a few moments. For through this communion service, we celebrate and we commemorate Him, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, He who was God's provision for our sin. It's a large thing that we do a very large thing. When we share communion together, you can do it one by one at home, but here, this is the whole church body doing it as one group of people focused on their singular Savior, Jesus Christ. And when we do that, we link ourselves to him. We don't just remember him. We don't just rehearse the, the significance of it. This communion links us to him in some unique way, to the risen, glorified Son of God. Once again, hear Jesus' words and, and think about them, reflect upon them. This is what he shared with his own disciples. 
He told them what this communion meal would do, not just what it would remind them of. He said, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Through, commun through communion, there's a bond, a bond formed between we who are born-again people and Jesus Christ who gave his life for us, who's in heaven this very moment. There's nothing, nothing in this earthly life more invigorating than to know that you are linked in some way, linked to the Son of God himself and with the love of God that is in him, with a link that absolutely nothing can break. That's what the Holy Spirit, Numa himself, wants us all to know. He wants us to experience that. You see, Numa, the Spirit of God, is the link between Father and Son and us. He enables this piece of bread, this cup of juice, to provide all that Jesus said they would. He enables us to be linked to Christ in a wonderful fellowship of soul. So reflect upon me, with me, upon these things as we share the communion meal this morning. Let's bow in prayer, shall we? Our Heavenly Father, little by little, over all the years, little by little, your Holy Spirit has has opened the eyes of Christ's followers to understand. His disciples knew very little about what he meant that night. They had not yet seen him offer himself. They still perhaps believed he was going to save himself, protect himself, declare himself in a different way than he did. But then they stood and watched him suffer and die. And they understood the shedding of his blood that he talked about. And then they, they saw him in his glorious resurrected form. And they knew that something was underway that was a powerful action of God. And then came the day when, when they were fellowshipping and worshipping and the Holy Spirit just burst down upon them. And they were filled with new life. And they were filled with understanding. And that spirit began to guide them into all truth, just like Jesus said he would do. And their minds almost exploded with truth. They wrote down those words that centuries later we could read them and understand what Paul meant when he said, for God has made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to become sin for us so that we who have sin would become the righteousness of God in him. Father, I pray that you will bless the bread that we're going to distribute among ourselves, that we're going to eat, that we're going to take. Father, may this bread represent to us the very living Christ who once walked upon this earth. And may we remember, may we be 
powerfully reminded that he laid down his physical life for us even as he suffered spiritual death for us as well. Father, may this bread do everything for us that Jesus said and intended it to do. And then, Father, bless this cup that we're going to share in a moment. Jesus said that's the new covenant in his blood. That, that red juice symbolizes the, the shed blood of Christ. And it was the blood of Christ that washed our sins away, that cleansed our record, that made us acceptable to you, a holy God, that we could call you our, our Heavenly Father, Abba. Oh, Father, make of these next few moments things that just powerfully impact us in the way that Jesus designed them to do. For we ask it in his name now. Amen. We hope this message has inspired you to live the sun life together with us. If you are near Apple Valley, California this weekend, we invite you to join us in person Sunday morning or through our live broadcast. All the details are on our website at Sun Life Community Church dot com.